بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد عن عبد الله بن عمر رضي الله تعالى عنهما أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم مر على رجل من الأنصار وهو يعيد أخاه في الحياة فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم دعه فإن الحياة من الإيمان متفق عليه Continuing with the discussion on what we mentioned is a very, very important aspect of shariat. That is to develop this quality of haya, shame and modesty within us. As we mentioned, this quality of haya is something that naturally Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed in every human being, whether Muslim or non-Muslim. To some extent, shame, modesty is there. Shariat requires that this quality be developed and it is something that we are encouraged to take to the highest possible level. We find that with the development of this quality, haya serves as a very great deterrent. It is a means by which we are able to stay away from what we call shamelessness, from immodesty, whether in actions or in speech. And ulama kiram as we mentioned yesterday, the saying of the Arifin, that modesty or haya in essence stems from the conviction within the heart that Allah is watching me. And how can I bear that my Allah should see me engaged in such an action or in such speech? This is why we find very famous hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when Nabiya Pak sallallahu said inna mimma adrakan nas min kalamin nubuwatil ula that the people have found or have benefited from the speech of the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam of the past in other words even in the previous shariats before the shariat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Sometimes we should ask ourselves, Sahabi Kiram, they would relate to the Ummah what they heard from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Qala al-Nabiyyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Sami'atu al-Nabiyya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said this, we heard Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying this. But we find that there are certain ahadith where the mode of expression that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam utilizes is different. For example, this hadith. Allah's Rasul wanted to tell his ummah something that was pertinent to them. What was the need to say that amongst those things which are found from the, found from the sayings of the previous Anbiya is this. From this we learn the utter importance, the importance of what I am about to tell you that oh my ummah not only was this relevant to you, this was relevant to the ummahs before you also. In other words, this is extremely important. Take it to heart. And this supports what we mentioned earlier. Inna mimma adrakan nas min kalamin nubuwatil ula. This is there from the sayings of the previous Anbiya Alim. In other words, this quality is there naturally in human beings. How, how important is the quality? What is it that Rasulullah tells us is there from the teachings of the previous Anbiya Ali Musarat was salam? Ida lam tastahi fasna'ma shit. 
Idalam tastahi fasna mashit. That if you do not have haya, if haya has been eroded within you, if haya has been eroded within you, fasna mashit, then do whatever you want to do. In other words, it will become okay for you to do what is, as we mentioned yesterday, even worse than the actions of animals. Even worse than the actions of animals will become okay, will become permissible to one. If one does not have this quality of haya and shame and modesty. And in this hadith also is ishara towards something which ulama Kiram mentioned. They say once you go in this direction of behayai and shamelessness, this is such a, this is such a dangerous guna and sin that it becomes almost like an addiction. They say there are certain, there are certain things on which there is no limit. For example, where they say the nazar or the gaze of a person becomes awara. And the gaze of a person becomes free. He looks at the daughters of others or he looks at what he is not supposed to look at. This is, this is such a dangerous guna, not just because of the guna itself. Because the day you raise your gaze on one thing, it becomes easier on the second thing, the third thing, the fourth thing, the fifth thing after that. In other words, the more free your gaze will become, the more you will go towards behayai, the more the desire to increase in that guna will come. So this is why it is so dangerous to head in that direction. Because one door will start opening up to other doors. Ashraf Ali Tanwi Rahmatullahi, when he talks of zina, he mentions amongst his malfuzat, is that if a person has to go in this direction to commit zina with one woman, then he'll want to do it with the second, then the third, then the fourth. This will become like an itch. It will become like an addiction. To such an extent, Hazrat Mawana writes that if this person does not take steps to address this bimari and the sickness within him, if he had committed zina with the entire world's population of women and there was only one left, he will still desire to commit zina with that one also. This is such a dangerous guna and sin. Idalam tastahi. Once haya is eroded, once you will head in that direction, fasna ma shed. And Rasulullah sallallahu said, I have heard this from the sayings of the previous Anbiya alayhi salatu also, fasna ma shed. Then there will be no deterrent. Then you will stoop to levels that are unimaginable for human beings. Fasna ma shed. Then do whatever you want to do. Not that Nabi sallallahu alayhi is telling us to do whatever we want to do. This is a great warning and caution from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Coming back to the hadith which we are currently discussing, the first hadith which Imam Nawawi rahimahullah brings in this chapter, Babul Haya, the chapter which deals with Haya, shame and modesty, its virtue and the encouragement that we should implement and inculcate this quality within ourselves. Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu ta'ala narrates that once Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam passed by an Ansari sahabi. Ansar, as we mentioned previously, were residents of Medina Munawwara. This Sahabi, fil haya. He was advising, advising his brother with regards to haya, shame, and modesty. In another narration of this hadith, instead of ya'idu, the word wa'adha ya'idu in Arabic means to give waz, to give nasihat, to give advice. 
In another narration it comes instead of Ya'izu Akhaw, it's mentioned Yu'atibu Akhahu fil Haya. He was cautioning his brother. He was warning his brother about Haya. So in other words, this Ansari's brother naturally had a very, very high level of Haya. Sometimes when a person is what we call in English bashful or very, very, a person is very, very modest, very shameful by nature, then sometimes because of that, even their haq and their right that is due to them, they will not demand it. They will let it go. They are too embarrassed or too shameful to even stand up and speak up for their own rights. So this is why this Ansari brother was this Ansari was warning his brother, you know what, you have too much haya. You have too much haya. So what is going to happen? Now this is going to become a deterrent from you demanding your rights. He was worried that his brother will lose out in life. He was giving him advice. Ya'idu akhaw, in other words, cautioning his brother about being too modest or being too bashful, if you want to put it in the context in which this was this incident was going on. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam overheard this conversation. فَقَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ Nabi Salaam, when he heard this, he said, دَعْهُ Leave him alone. Stop cautioning him. Stop asking him to have less haya and shame. Why? فَإِنَّ الْحَيَا مِنَ الْإِيمَانِ Because haya is part of iman. In other words, the, the more bashful, the more shameful, the more modest, the higher the level of iman. So this is something actually... He is not going to lose out. Allah will be with him. Because if a person has a very high level of iman, Allah is with him. So do not caution him. In fact, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wished the opposite. That a person should have an even higher level of iman. On Imran ibn Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhuma qal, qal Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, al-haya la ya'ati illa bi khayb muttafaqun alayhi. Wa fi riwayatin li muslim, Al-Hayaw Khayrun Kulluhu O Kala Al-Hayaw Kulluhu Khayr O Kama Kala Nabiyu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam How important is Hayaw? One is part of Iman In fact Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said Al-Iman Wal-Hayaw Quranaw Jami'ah He said Iman and Hayaw are two inseparable entities As I mentioned it's a separate topic We don't want to digress any further We're running out of time That there is a drive by the forces of Batil around us today in every direction, whether it's the media, whether it's unfortunately even the so-called educational institutes, from every direction there is this drive to destroy the essence of haya and shame and modesty. Under the guise of feminism, under the guise of gender equality, under the guise of fancy, fancy titles are being brought about, to what? To break down this barrier. Break down this barrier between the roles of the male and the female. Allah has given one role to the male. Allah has given one role to the female. The day we go in this direction where we try to break down this barrier, like I said, this is a separate topic. I'm not going to go in much detail now. Then we open the door to behayai. We open the door to shamelessness. And like I said, this drive is so dangerous because not only are they trying to erode the very essence of haya and shame, they are trying to do it in such a way that they are saying that it is halal, making that which is haram into halal. So we can't even, today, even amongst 
the general Muslim masses also, we find this confusion, this, this confusion in understanding the parameters and the barriers and the boundaries which Shariat have laid. Example, example today you'll find even sometimes the Muslim home, that if a person's wife didn't greet his friend, person's wife didn't greet his friend, the husband gets upset that you insulted my friend, why didn't you greet him? This is what has happened where our akal, our thinking has gone upside down. Why? Because we have become so influenced by what is going on around us. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa said, Imran bin Hussain radiallahu ta'ala anhu said, that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, Al-hayā'u la ya'ti illa bi khayr. Hayā will bring nothing, nothing, nothing but goodness in it. There is only khayr in it. There is only benefit in it to develop this quality of shame and modesty in Muslim. Why the Muslim Sharif? Nabi Sallallahu said, Al-Hayahu khayrun kulluhu. He said, every khayr, every benefit is in haya. Now the hadith, Al-Hayahu kulluhu khayr. Al-Hayahu khayrun kulluhu and Al-Hayahu kulluhu khayr. In other words, there is only goodness, there is only benefit. Coming back to what we mentioned previously, Nabi Sallallahu said, they are qareen, iman and haya are two inseparable entities. If there is no haya, there is no iman. So it is very, very important to develop this quality within us. Allah gives us